Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Matt Starks. Matt Starks. Maximum Footmess. Please welcome from the University of Florida, tackle Matt Starks. All right, before we get to Max, I do want to throw this out there because we just found out, Wolf. What are you doing at 1 o'clock today? I'm talking to Jonathan Gannon. Well, yeah, now you are. Oh. Jonathan Gannon's calling in at 1 o'clock from Indianapolis. How about that right there? Look at that. The head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon, at 1 o'clock yep. on the Wolf and Luke Show. 1 o'clock today, live from uh, Indianapolis. Max Starks joining us right now, two-time Super Bowl champion. We're gonna. It's not quite maximum football. He's going to stick around for a couple segments, though. Max, what's going on, buddy? I'm do- I'm doing well. Yeah, this is this is like maximum foot. <laughs> <laughs> it's well because it's not minimum football either. I don't know. It's like it's whatever yeah, it's the medium minimum. is. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like it's, it's like half. It's like not maximum. It's medium. Okay, football. Me- medium football. So yeah. <laughs> I, I have to get contacts right now, Max. Where are you? Where exactly are you? I'm in my office at my house. Okay. Uh, I got back late last night from the scouting combine. I was there since Sunday. And uh, I am I am home today because I have uh, I have a spring show to be at tomorrow morning. So then that was kind of a non-negotiable. Mm. So that took precedent because, yeah, my daughter said so. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so good. Gotta Buddy, to the boss. Thank you for taking time yeah. to join us, yeah, man. Because I know you've been working all week, man. Appreciate that, Max. No, no, my my pleasure. I mean, I, I mean, we were a little short um, earlier this week, so it wasn't wasn't quite. You could we couldn't really delve into it, but two segments gives us time to delve. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask you about two players in particular, and you just you tell me if either of these things bothers you, or if one bothers you more than the other, whatever. But uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. not showing up to media availability today and Caleb Williams saying that he's not going to do the medical testing at the combine. Are are those anything to you? Yeah, Caleb okay. Williams. Okay. That's the one that that's the that's the one that gnaws at the crawl. That's what that's Wolf the said one too. That grinds my gears. Because the whole entire reason that this is even a thing, the scouting combine, is for the medical. It's to give <laughs> a a comprehensive, complete Medical overview where all 32 teams are there, all the medical is consistent, and it's not left up to interpretation between different teams and hearsay and do we send info, do we not send info, like the old scouting, like when Gil Brent and Bill Nunn get into it about scouting tape, you know, back in the day. Well, well, I sent it to Bill Nunn. Well, can I get it, Bill? Well, yeah, it's in the mail. Never comes. So this is this was why the scouting combine was created for continuity and mm. transparency um above all else like the media i don't care because there's a million different outlets for players to get their message out to be asked questions you know we have our networks and other networks that can request it with the agent i mean that part is not i mean that scrum is 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 you know it, it's it, it's nice to go through it because everybody's there you figure you have so many media outlets that can go and record it at the same time i mean it's content producing for us but for the player not speaking at you know at media availability i could care less i mean you right. know for me I, I care about what you do on the field now if you don't do medical like caleb Woods, and then you don't work out later on this afternoon then we have a problem why'd you even show up you know at, at that point um so but but you know not speaking but when you don't do the medical especially when it's as streamlined and as complete as it is, and it gives everybody the same snapshot, that's where I get a little pissy because that's that's why you're there. 
That's why you're there. You know, it's for me, Max, I look at it like he doesn't want to be poked and prodded like he was some fourth round pick. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. This is just me. You go through what I go through. It's just uh, there's a went through it. Yeah. Burrow went through it. Patrick Mahomes went through it. Um, What makes you so different? And, you know, I would say I would choose those guys over you right now. Um, You you know what I'm saying? Like you you have done nothing for me in the NFL ranks. And you did you did some things, you know, don't let me discredit him at all. I mean, there's a reason why he's the number one overall. Absolutely. But at the same time. You didn't have that great of a year last year that you that you should be turning stuff down like, like this. This is where the NFL is asking. I get a Senior Bowl or an East West Shrine game, a All Star game, a bowl game, whatever. That's fine. But when it comes to this part of it, now this is the professionalism aspect of it. That's when I have a problem. You know, media. You know, it, it is what it is. You, you'll get it when you need it. And there's other ways to get questions asked as opposed to whether he believes there's space or not. Or, you know, you know, does he believe in aliens? You know, I mean, because it becomes almost <laughs> like media uh, on Super Bowl on Super Bowl uh, opening night. It becomes those type of crazy off the wall questions after a while. Um, but, you know, medical, you're there. For, you're, you're there for medical. And you're there to work out. and You're there to be available to the teams and yeah. making yourself not available to a team, to a critical component. That's that's a question mark for me. It's just for me. It's got the whole attitude of Globo Jim. <laughs> We're better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I, just it drives me crazy. What is it? Yeah, well, and you, I mean, think about him as like. I mean, just think about the timeline from the last two games of the season to now. Um, he was going to stay in school because he wanted equity in whatever team that drafted him. Uh, he cries in his mama's arms. Oh no! He doesn't do his final press conference uh, on his birthday. And then he say he wants to be traded. Now he doesn't want to be traded. And then now you don't show up for medical. I tried so like, hard, mommy. Yeah. I tried so hard. See, I I really, really wanted. It. Gosh <laughs> darn it, the heck! <laughs> I I feel like I'm gonna have a. It's gonna he's gonna make it harder and harder for me to defend him all season because I feel like I'm gonna be defending Caleb Williams for a while. But he's yeah. he's making it. I, I'm not a fan of the I get different roles than everybody else. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's the one thing. I still think he's going to be a great quarterback, but I don't love the... Yeah, he'll be good. I, so I don't love the nobody special ever roles. Succeeds. Until they get a dome in Chicago, no quarterback will <laughs> succeed. That is, that's <laughs> true. In November, December. I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay, so your, your other big takeaways from the Combine and being at the Combine. I mean, the size of, of, of these young men... It, 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 it's it, it's real. Really? It's real. I mean, when you stand next to Devondre Sweat, yes, he is. <laughs> he is a you know a, a, a fresh bowling ball that has not been drilled yet. I mean, he is a humongous <laughs> young man. Uh, Braden Fisk, very tall, and his speed. You know, when I watched him do that forty, that was that was impressive. Um, yesterday, uh, he ran a four yeah, seven eight. Correct. Yes, Man. correct. At, wow. at that size, that's pretty pretty impressive. Um, I was surprised Chris Jenkins' hand size. That was a little. That was a little. Um, little. Little crazy. Uh, he he was a sub nine hand size. Wow. Uh, for a D tackle. Okay. So that stood out to me. Um, the linebacking crew, man, Edron Cooper, um, his speed, and I love his redirection when he did the four bag and the wave drill or the wave. Uh, no, four bag drill and his wave drill. Jeez, they're two separate drills, but they're right back to back. Um, I was really impressed. Dallas Turner, uh, Peyton Wilson, 
Um, I did not expect I did not expect him to be lightning like he was uh, to have the fastest linebacker time. But um, you know, because everybody was you know the grumbling was then, and then NFL Network put it up on the screen and in, in, in the stadium. Uh, Luke Keekley, I'm like, whoa, 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 let's slow down here. That's not quite Luke Keekley, but um, but he has he has some impressive skills. Um, I was really impressed by the. Um, by the kids from Washington, you know, because all I got to really see was linebackers and uh, D linemen yesterday because the field work is now a primetime television spectacle. It doesn't start as early as it used to. It used to be started. It used to start on Tuesdays. But now that it's a primetime, everything gets backed up to Thursday through Sunday for the television viewing public versus the actual scouting purposes. Um, so I didn't, uh, you know, but the O-linemen were, were walking around, so I did go back and kind of uh, peruse around and lumber around with those guys. The wideouts, uh, very impressive size on a lot of these. I mean, the wideout class is so deep. Um, that, you, know, I mean, you can pretty much pick what, what you want they have. You know what I'm saying? It's like going to Costco. Um, you know, you, it's like ah, I just, I just, I just want to get you know some sparkling water. We have twenty-seven different brands of sparkling water, any size. We can get you a small one, we yeah, can get you a big one, we can get everything in between. Is a Costco on a Friday? I mean, that is yeah, yeah. Well, that that, is, that's what, what the combine zoom. is. The, co- the hey, the combine is Costco on a Friday because <laughs> everybody wants your attention. Everybody's around. There's agents. There's the PA. There's NFL. You know, uh, big wigs that are there from the national office as well as all the team personnel. Now, the one thing that wasn't what was was kind of crazy. About ten teams weren't there um, as far as staffs. Um, they sent their GMs. I think the head coaches came, and then their scouting personnel. But coaches. Um, this is probably the biggest contingent of non coaches for those positions that did not show up. Um, you know, Washington Commanders didn't show up. San Fran, LA, um, Seattle, and uh, and then like five five or six other teams did not. But bring Max, staff here, isn't this a crazy. new trend? Isn't this trending yeah, that is. way with the NFL? Well, also because of the availability of it being on primetime television, right? Right. Everything you want to know, it's there. The stats are there. And then they're getting the live feed from the NFL info and stats office as far as all the measurables and everything. But there's still something about putting eyes on a guy in this environment, seeing how he reacts to the stress. Agreed. And I get it. You can have your one-on-one interviews. You can go to Pro Day, take him out to dinner, and have that intimate setting like a romantic candlelit dinner with you know, one string of spaghetti and one meatball and no. see who's going to blink first. You know, you can have those moments. But I think this environment is something that's it's very unique to football um, and professional sports having to go through the car wash of everything. And do you keep the same spirit? Do you keep the same resiliency? Do your answers stay consistent? Because you have the formal slash, and you also have the informal interviews that occur when you sit in that train station area, Wolf, and you're just sitting at a table like speed dating. Anybody can sit down. Or if you're sitting by yourself, guy pulls you up, pulls you to the corner, wants to ask you a one-on-one question. How do you respond in the moment? You get all of those type of things where the nervous system is is at an all-time high. You don't get that with the one-on-ones, and you don't get that you know, with a pro day because they're they're curated at that point. So this is something that is really special. I feel like it's a rite of passage when you go through the league to go through this process because everybody's gone through it. All of the greats, you know, have gone through it unless they weren't invited to the combine, you know, but usually, you know, the greats that were invited showed up and showed out. Uh, all right, we'll get into some more prospects that have been standing out this week. Maybe Chop Robinson. Max Stark's going to stick around yes. for more medium football. Next, it's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. 
Arizona sports, the local sports leader. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum Footmas. Please welcome from the University of Florida, tackle Max Starks. All right, we got Max for one more segment here. He was out at Indianapolis most of this week. And uh, Max, I'm going to throw a name at you that I was kind of hoping might be there for the Cardinals with that second first-round pick. Mel Kuyper Jr. in his uh, mock draft, his uh, 2.0 on Wednesday, had Chop Robinson going to the Niners at pick 31. But Chop Robinson just ran a 4.4840. So I'm guessing Chop Robinson's yeah. not going to be there at 27. Uh, no. 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 Uh, and I think... You know, I, but here's the thing, though. I mean, we always see wonkiness where guys start to drop depending on what runs happen, right, Luke? Yeah. I mean, you know, we like we still haven't seen the O line run yet because there's a it's a deep offensive line draft, and guess what? Every team always needs offensive linemen. True. So if a couple of more linemen go earlier than predicted, then you do get a pushback because edge guys. You know, you're going to get one or two that are going to that pro- might slip into the top ten. But for all intents and purposes, it will be quarterbacks, tackles, wide receivers, and then maybe a corner really dominating the top ten. And then I think you see that first edge rusher come off about ten, eleven, and then it depends on is that the run or is cornerback now the run? Because there's a lot of good corners in here as well. And that's where you kind of like worry, like, okay, well, is it the corner run that's going to happen right there in that sweet spot, that pre-teen, teen range, uh, and carry into the 20s or not? So that, and does a defensive tackle sprinkle in there, right? Because like you said, you just saw Braden Fisk, Byron Murphy had, had a great time as well. And so do those guys sprinkle in and kind of disrupt the flow of those runs? And then Edge will be in there. Edge will get picked through, um, you know, because you saw the speeds and now people will be in love with speed. But we also have to remember another thing that you have to be worried about, production. Production is always a key indicator as well. And so even though Jared Verse did not run one of the top three fastest times, Jared Verse is going to be a guy that still goes early in this draft because the production is unreal at Florida State. So that's where I, we can't get caught up on just numbers that apply at the Underwear Olympics, which is the combine. Yeah. You have to also look at how that guy plays on tape. And Chop still has a lot of things that he needs to work on. I know people are throwing around Micah Parsons' name. That is that is very tough company. I get they went to the same school. LeVar Arrington went to the same school. Um, and so you can get enamored with that, but Chop still has some things that he has to work on to polish himself as, as, as an actual pass rusher elite edge because the production wasn't there at Penn State, and you saw him taking on a lot of run blocking, especially in primetime games like a Michigan game. I had him in the Illinois game uh, earlier in the year. And Illinois ran a lot, ran a lot of play action and a lot of run at him to neutralize him. So he hasn't really shown that elite. I'm going to dominate and be a pure savage in the backfield. He still has a ways to go to, to polish himself. We can't get too caught up in uh, in numbers from the combine, but at least like three or four teams definitely will because they always do. Oh, yeah. of course. I mean, I mean the Raiders famously, right? Yeah. I mean, the, who's the, best <laughs> guy the position we need. We'll just take him. Don't worry about skills. Um, <laughs> he can run really, really good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, Max, the number one question: If you were sitting in that room and you were able to interview some offensive lineman, any player for that matter, 
What's the number one question you're going to ask him? Number one question, Pro Bowl or Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, for me, okay. Everything. Okay, that will tell you everything right there. But I, I'm go, I'm I think I'm going to be at odds with you on this one. Okay, where are you going? How do you answer? I, I can see where this is going already. Oh, how, how do I answer? Oh, Super Bowl. Oh, That's Pro how Bowl. I've always been. Oh, Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't care about the Pro Bowl. Oh man, Pro, Pro, Pro Bowl is a fan and name acknowledgement award. A Super Bowl is a team goal that is achieved. It's the ultimate fantasy of every kid since you've grown up and started watching professional football. Yeah. But once again, when I play... party goes with you, it makes you immortal. A Pro Bowl, especially today's, come on, it's a flag football game today. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying you right know? now, today it's totally different. Back when I was yeah, playing, yeah, it back, was, well, it was we too. were voted by your peers. And as you know... It meant more. Oh, it, 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 meant, it meant way more. more. You know what it was? Super I mean, Bowl means more look, than that. <laughs> what is, yeah, but, but, but once again, though, you know what? There's a lot of guys that played one play in the Super Bowl, and they got a Super Bowl ring. Okay, you know, for me, can I just tell you right now, I just, hey, my my number one job is to go out and support my family. So I'll take the Pro Bowl over that, period. You know what would be great is if Wolf and Max were interviewing prospects together and asked that question of the prospect. And then got into an argument the prospect's like, yes. should I answer or just leave? Yes. You know, I'm just going to leave. The room. My 12 minutes are up. But I mean, yes, I, I get, and, I, and I, get your, I get your philosophy, but when you're thinking about it as an organization trying to bring in a guy, and that's my responsibility is to pick the best fit for our organization, it's the me. It's the team guy over the me guy in that moment. So that is where you have to. And there's always context behind an answer, right? It's just not cut and dry. But for me, snap judgment, especially being an offensive lineman, like where we don't really get that. Like if my name's not Joe Thomas, guess what? As long as Joe Thomas is in the league, he's going to get a Pro Bowl <laughs> nod after the first one. You know. You also remember that Wolf, where if if a guy, especially in my position, if you got mentioned once. You could write him in for the next three years, regardless of whatever he does. Willie Anderson was injured for nine out of 16 games his last year in the league, and I played all 16 and went to a Super Bowl. Guess who still got the starting nod and who was second alternate? Oh, he was you a know. Bengal, too, wasn't he? You know what I'm saying? That was yeah, even he worse. he was a Bengal. So, so, it, so that's where I kind of feel a little different about the Pro Bowl experience. Like skill positions, there's production and numbers to back it up. Offensive line is very subjective because even when you establish or give a sack to someone, there's variables within it. Just because it was my guy when the play started does not mean he was my guy at the end when the sack was made. If there was a twist or anything else, but let's say defensive end, Demarcus Ware got the sack. No. Well, nobody says that he that he ran a slappy dog stun and two two defensive tackles slanted. He came on the inside to the right guard and got and the right guard didn't see him. Like those are the things, and then they'll say Max Starks got a sack. So. That's where I kind of a Super Bowl. That's a team achievement. That's what every organization is building towards. When you come to it, what is the what is the goal to win a Super Bowl as a team? And when you accomplish that ultimate team goal, the other things come with it. Because we see year after year, when a team wins a Super Bowl and there's free agency, yeah. guess what? That free agent guy is getting a very inflated contract more often than not if, if he comes available. And yet you could play two games and have a Super Bowl ring. So good. I'm Correct. glad Correct. you had a nice Barrett little Brooks. career hey, listen, right there. Mentor, That's all I'm saying. Um, my mentor, Barrett Brooks. Had one play, he was holding my helmet as I was dumping the Gatorade on top of Coach Cower's head at the end of the game, 
and Ike Taylor gets uh, an interception, and we go back on the field to have to take a knee. He kicked my helmet all the way to the back wall in Ford Field <laughs> and, w- and was running on the field with his helmet like, hey, Max, I got you, I got you, I got you. I don't know where your helmet is. I- I'll just take this and got his one play. So I get that, but when we're talking about starting and playing or core four special teams guy, <laughs> those are the guys, and they also get rewarded, but it is a team goal, and it takes all, all 11 guys on each side of the ball in each phase to make that happen. That's messed up. He kicked your helmet, but I also really kind of <laughs> I, I applaud the move yeah. there. Yeah, uh, listen, hey, vet move. He was 14 vet, years in. He, he wanted his he way in the ring. Super Bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> Max, uh, we appreciate the time you, as Max. always, buddy. Thank you. Um, I, my pleasure, guys. Hey, y'all have a great weekend, okay? So glad right. you're back, buddy. Too. God bless. Good to be back.